snap. Kick on its way. Plenty of distance. No good. And he missed it. He missed it. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. From 36 yards, he missed it. Wow. And the Cajuns will take over with a minute six to go, and South Alabama can only stop the clock once. Oh, let me feel your heart rate, Jay. My <laughs> gosh. How in oh, the world? man. Jay Walker and Chris Lano on the call from the Raging Cajun Sports Network from Learfield. Breathing the uh, exhale, rather, of relief there. Cajuns uh, get out of South Alabama with a win as they defeat the Jaguars 20-18. to Joining us now as he does on Mondays during, uh, I guess, coming off of a normal week where they, they're not playing. It's, it's not so much a normal week schedule-wise. They'll play a week uh, from tomorrow. But they're not playing early this, this week. And uh, Coach Billy Napier, Louisiana Raging Cajun head coach, joins us now. Good morning, Coach. Was, uh, was there an exhale from you whenever that kick sailed wide right on Saturday night? Well, no doubt, no doubt. We we got ourselves into a tough position. Um, certainly, you know, didn't play well, you know, in the second half in particular. Um, I think when we go back and look at things, there's lots of things that we can do better to position our team um, to have success as a staff, right? And uh, certainly uh, lots of players that can do their job better as well. So, you know, overall, um you know, they missed their kick at the end of the game. We missed a couple of ours in the second quarter. So, uh, you know, I think that we both have got kicker issues. That's pretty evident. So, um, you know, I think I was really pleased um, with the effort, the toughness, the poise. Um, man, our kids are uh, the competitive spirit. They stick together. I'm really proud of kind of what I observed throughout the day. Um you know, in, in a tough, tough venue and certainly tough conditions. So, um, but all that being said, man, we made we made a game and certainly proud for that. You told uh, Cody Juno after the game, and, and you just referenced it. Um, you know, everybody can can play better. I think you said. Uh, I think as coaches, we can help our players. I know I certainly feel that way. It's important to tell the truth when we go back to work. I know the schedule's slightly different before the App State game, Coach, because you guys are playing a week from tomorrow, but have you been able to, to kind of peel back your ears and dig into the film a little bit from, from uh, Saturday's game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> More than just dig into it. Um, you know, we did what we always do um, yesterday with the staff, you know, quality control of the game. Uh, on the way home, we got everything graded, got everything ready to evaluate quality control. Uh, offense, defense, and game changers. And there's, there's, um, you know, there's lots of things. I, I would say this. I think um, the staff did a really good job of getting the team ready to play. Uh, we started fast in the game. You know, we jumped on them. We were out 20 to nothing. Uh, and then we kind of missed some momentum opportunities in the second quarter. You know, we missed two field goals, uh, missed the PAT after one of the touchdowns. Uh, and then gave up an 11-play drive there with two third and extra longs uh, and a DPI. And then, you know, uh, after the missed field goal going in the locker room, we're, it's 20-6 to six at the half, and you, feel, you really feel like you completely dominated the first half of football, but the score 
uh, in quite where it should be. So, you know, I think that uh, we, we didn't start uh, well in the third quarter, uh, and they did a really nice job on offense of controlling the ball. You know, I think the time of possession was like, you know, 20 to 10 or something like that in the second half. Uh, we were three and out and fumble um, on offense, and certainly that contributed. We only had four possessions in the second half. So, you know, I think overall you got to give us South Alabama some credit, you know, certainly for the things that they did. Uh, but when we look at the tape, man, it's glaringly obvious that we can coach better and we can play better. You know, I, I think for me, um, I think I could have done a, a better job. You know, we had an earned and 10 situation there with about four minutes left in the fourth. And we, we go three incomplete passes. You know, that's just bad coaching. Um, you know, we need to do a much better job of managing the game in that situation. And then felt like maybe I could have used the timeouts a little bit better there at the end of the second quarter to get back a little bit of time. And then certainly at the end of the game there, probably one down earlier. So, you know, I know myself, um, I'm always evaluating the things that I could do better to help the team. I know Coach Tony, uh, Coach Couch, and certainly all 10 of our assistants, you know, take the same approach. And the good thing is we got a bunch of players like that. So, you know, our guys are really uh, impressed with how they handled things and responded after the game. So, um, you know, it's an opportunity to learn here. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful to be around a group of coaches and players that are going to do just that. Rage Cajun head coach Billy Napier. Um... You mentioned the play calling, I guess, on the, the final few offensive plays prior to the sort of victory formation. Uh, what In those moments, right, you're running the ball well and then you call the three straight passing plays. Um, is there, like, is there a, an option on the play? Can Levi audible there? Is it when, when you're in a situation late in a game? Um, I know you said, you know, I guess, you know, you'd like to have him back if you could. Granted, you got the W in the end. But what in that moment on the sideline, sort of what goes into that decision? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, you're playing the game. You're a competitor. You know, you're, you're trying to do everything you can do to move the ball, score points. Um, you know, we had some miscues on those plays. Um, you know, and certainly end up throwing some incompletions there, which certainly didn't take much time off the clock. Right. You know, those three plays. So. I think once we got behind the sticks, you know, we felt like we needed to do something to generate some yards there to score some points. So the the, the play that I'd like to have back is the 110 play uh, at the 409 point in the fourth quarter there. So, and we didn't execute that play the way it should have been executed. Uh, it positioned us for second long and third long, uh, and those are not those are bad downs. Those are hard downs. How does the rain, when you have the deluge that unfolded prior to kickoff and then at times during the game, how does that change the game plan as a play caller? It affects you a lot. You know, I think um, it's one of the things that we I talked about yesterday as a staff. I think our offensive skill did not handle the change of a conditions, unexpected change of conditions, you know, kind of out of nowhere, all of a sudden, you know, it goes from being relatively no weather expected. And then next thing you know, in pregame warmups, 
the bottom drops out, you know, so uh, it rained pretty good throughout the game. You know, at some points there in the second quarter, um, you know, maybe right there at the half we feel like it stopped, and then in the third quarter, here it comes again. So a um, little bit of unexpected, you know, conditions there certainly affected us. There's no doubt we were um, – we got – you know, opportunities to make plays in the game and the throw game and the, and the conditions affected us, and, and we didn't. So, you know, there's some lessons there. You know, as a staff, you think about, okay, hey, we've got to expose our players to that more often. Um, you know, I think during spring practice, during training camp, you know, when we get opportunities, it is raining outside. I think be more intentional about going out in the conditions instead of using the indoor uh, not that we don't haven't done that in the past, but uh, being more intentional about that, um, it certainly is affecting us. So, you know, that's one thing that I learned and certainly something that we'll adjust going forward. Louisiana victorious over South Alabama 20-18, improving to 4-1, and 2-0 in conference play. Coach Napier, since you've been at UL, the Cajuns are 13-0 and against Sunbelt Western Division opponents. Um, the defense was was strong in the game. Farad Gardner led the team in tackles. He went down there uh, near the end of the third quarter. Is he okay? And and how did you guys come out of this one from a health standpoint? Yeah, I think I think we're going to be in pretty good shape um, across the board. Um, you know, I think Neil Johnson's a little bit banged up. We'll kind of see where he's at. Um, you know, I'll let you know, you know, as we get closer to the App State game relative to how much he can participate in practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got banged up in the two-minute drive right before the half there. Um, but, yeah, I think overall, outside of that, we're in pretty good shape. Um, I thought defensively, you know, we defended the run well. You know, they were 3.3 a rush, held them to 18 points. Um you know, we gave up some explosive passes. They got behind us a little bit. You know, they were 8.4, um, you know, per pass attempt. And, you know, I think that 12.8 per completion, you know, and I think that we're a couple plays away there from having an outstanding day. You know, the one thing uh, is we didn't get any takeaways, right? That's always a hard day at the office. They they did a nice job of taking care of them. Um, you know, we turned it over once they – they did not, so they won the turnover margin there. Um, so big stops, um, you know, they're late and certainly, you know, forced them to miss a couple of kicks ourselves, blocked one, you know, affected the kicker. Uh, and certainly I thought we did a nice job affecting the quarterback. But the Bentley kid did stand in there and throw some strikes, especially I think the, the three deep balls in particular stand out to me. Louisiana Raging Cajun coach Billy Napier, our guest. I'm Scott Prather. I'm, I want to circle back to the offense briefly, coach. I'm sorry there was to ask you about my notes here. You kind of alluded to third and long earlier, and, and you know a lot of folks will point to third down. Is the biggest key to improving on third down more about first and second down than third down? 100%. You know, I mean, I think the, the reality is the – National average for uh, third longs is less than 15% or something like that. So, you know, you want to live in third manageable, you know, and I think the key is to play well in first down. 
Um, you know, I think first down efficiency has always been a good indicator of what we're how we're doing. You know, and then you know you get into second long, third long. It's a rough day at the office there. So uh, anytime that uh, you're in obvious passing situations, right? Two minute third down, uh, those are hard hard downs. So um, you know, I mean, I think the big deal here is we got to play with a little bit more efficiency. The, the great thing for me. Uh, is to be able to come in here and watch the tape uh, and see exactly where you know we can we, we could have had success if that makes sense. We've got a well-designed concept on offense, defense, and special teams. We just got to get the players to execute the concept better. Uh, fundamentally, assignment sound, um, and then you know occasionally you run into some scenarios where schematically. Um, hey, look, they got the they got the pencil last here, and um, not many of those in the game Saturday. Gotcha. Um, Levi, he uh, Levi Lewis, making plays with his feet on Saturday, coach. Um, you know, it's always been in his game. Some games you see it more than others, whether it be design or whether it be him just keeping a play alive. But he seemed, at least to me. Um, quicker to 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 take off in certain situations when maybe there was a little bit of open green uh having watched the film how would you rate Levi's performance with his legs on Saturday night well it's part of the plan you know they play a lot of eight-man front um, middle close coverage and um you know you got to use the quarterback right so uh we ran more zone read concepts you know where you got to read the edge of the defense and you know they they took the back and he pulled the ball you know quite a few there early uh he made some plays with his feet you know he had a quarterback draw at one point there on a second and long you know where he got a first down so you know overall it was part of the plan given the concept they were running on defense and he did a nice job executing those um you know i do think the conditions affected him in the throw game uh, and it's certainly affecting our skill players, you know. So, um, you know, that's where we fell short, you know, when you really evaluate the game. The, the passing game wasn't near as effective as it should have been. And I think the conditions had something to do with that, but I also think we need more precision and detail uh, and more assignment sound on the perimeter. Louisiana Raging Cajun head coach Billy Napier, uh, you referenced a couple of missed kicks by you guys, but I, I want to focus on the positive here for a moment on special teams, coach. The big return to him, um, you know, you talk about conditions, but even only get off some good punts. Aside from some missed kicks from Snyder, uh, how how would you grade the rest of the special teams play from Saturday night against South Al? I thought it was one of our better days, to be honest with um, you know, we've been working hard. Uh, the staff, you know, everybody contributes. You know, it's one of the greatest things about special teams is it's a combination of your staff. It's a combination of your players. You're pulling from all areas of the organization there in terms of how you practice, how you organize. Um, the scout teams have got to be fantastic throughout the week to uh, simulate the looks for the players. Uh, and we are steadily getting better. You know, I think if we if we make the two field goals in the PAT, then I would probably say it's probably our best day 
uh, in the kicking game. You know, just the film was cleanest it's been. So um, we did a lot of good things on special teams outside of the missed kicks. Um, certainly that's an area where we do, we've got to find a, a better plan uh, or execute better, one or the other. So yeah, there's no doubt we blocked them better. Uh, we covered well. And certainly, I don't know what the hidden yardage was off my head here, but, you know, I think we were a little closer in some areas. So, you know, I think missed momentum in the second quarter, right? We should have 27 points at the half, um, if not more, right? If we do a little bit better on offense and don't settle for field goals, um, we probably got more. So, I think that uh, we played a good half of football, and then we we played a below-average half of football. That's how to sum up Saturday's game. Last thing, last question from Saturday, Coach, and then um, Nate Snyder kicking for you after Kenny Amadera's got hurt. Nate's done a nice job on kickoffs last year. He had some issues in terms of accuracy, but then he makes you know a, a giant walk-off game winner against Georgia Southern. Sometimes the life of a kicker, uh, just the ups and downs of it. But you mentioned maybe changing the approach. Is it is it a, is it a competition? Is how do you how do you talk to a kicker that maybe has missed a few and you know what they're capable of and you see it in practice? I guess overall your approach right now to trying to shore up that area because outside of that, as you said kicks might be the best special teams game overall that you guys have had here well i think it's like any other part of your team right i mean the guy's having success he's doing his job you know he's working hard to improve um you know and then you got days where a guy doesn't do well right i mean i think that every position on our team has these scenarios Every week, it's just not as easy to evaluate for the common fan, right? Pretty easy to see that, hey, the ball didn't go between the uprights, right? So, um, you know, we got a lot of players out there on our team that are competing that aren't doing it exactly right all the time. You know, the kicker just happens to have the spotlight on him every time he gets an opportunity. So, you know, we're going to treat it like everything else we do around here. We're going to create competition. We're going to give him feedback. We're going to try to correct the fundamentals and the techniques. Um, and then we're going to try to do better the next time. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll work hard on that between now and the next time we play, and we'll go out and give our best shot. So um, that always includes competition. It always includes uh, correction. And uh, we'll take the we're always taking Six wins uh, between last season and this season by games, you know, by by four or less. You guys have been able to win the close games, Coach. Uh, And somebody said, you know, what do you think their big positive takeaway is from Saturday? Uh, Somebody asked me this yesterday. I said that they got the win. I mean, you got the W. And I think when you have a standard set at Louisiana, one that you guys speak openly about in the goals, you know, you might get a win. Maybe you didn't play up to that standard, so perhaps the locker room or the bus ride isn't as celebratory as it may be otherwise. But at the end of the day, you know, I know you don't lose sight of a coach, but I, I got to stress, nobody can lose sight of the fact that the win. I mean, you got the win. At the end of the day, the most important stat from Saturday night was the final score. Well, I'm glad you think that way, but I'm more concerned with the areas of our team that have got to get better, 
right? We've got uh, we got to play with more consistency. You know, we we have bright spots every week, uh, but I'm not very happy with the consistency that we're playing with right now. So, I think on offense, defense, and special teams, we're getting closer, uh, but we got to put it all together. You know, we, we're fortunate to win the game Saturday, uh, but. I'm looking for more consistency across the board. Um, you know, we do a lot of things well, but every week uh, there are areas of our team that are preventing us from, you know, performing to our potential, uh, and that's what I'm focused on. So, you know, we're 4-1. We're and one. Um, You know, it's October, and this is a big month for us. We've got to improve as a team. Uh, and that much, that's what I'm, that's what I'm consuming with here as we speak. So, you know, sometimes we get a little too good to score. We need to address the, the issues on our team, right? Um, sometimes the worst thing that can happen to you is you play bad and you win the game. So, um, you know, we got work to do and, uh, that's what we're going to, we're going to get started on here today. So, uh, I appreciate you covering our team. Uh, but it's time to get back to work. Yeah, I uh, I would never suggest that you guys should rest on your laurels, uh, and I know you wouldn't either. Um, final questions for you, Coach. Uh, App State, a week from tomorrow. What are you doing with the two extra days in the schedule, and how happy are you guys to be back home? Well, we're going we're gonna, to – we mapped out our plan a long time ago. You know, we've got a couple of days here we're going to focus on uh, some future opponents. Uh, we're going to work hard on recruiting uh, and evaluating uh, some of the class of 22 players. Um, you know, we're going to work hard on our fundamentals. Um, we're going to have a very specific plan for every player on our team on how they're going to improve. We're going to have that for the position groups, the units, all six phases of the kicking game. Uh, we'll have two practices that will be formatted specifically for that uh, relative to where we need to get better. Uh, and then we'll turn the page to App State. But right now we're going to have a little bit of a two- or three-day approach here, um, you know, and then we'll turn the page. So it gives us an opportunity here to really take a good look in the mirror, you know, and come up with some plans for improvement, solutions to some of these problems that we have. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we've been here before. Um, we're going to execute our plan. Uh, I think our staff is getting better. Uh, I think that our team in certain areas uh, has to play with more consistency, but I see improvement. Um, but overall, um, you know, that's kind of what our focus will be before we work on that. Fair enough, Coach. Lastly, what did your kids tell you when they saw you on Sunday? Well, they said, uh, you know, basically we had a chance to spend a lot of time. I, I had a long honeydew list yesterday. Let me just say that. We, we worked for a couple hours as staff, uh, gave everybody off, and then uh, Allie gave me a list of things to do. So we got the boys some haircuts. Uh, we had a birthday party drop-off. We had uh, some grocery shopping. We cleaned the house. Um, but man, I'll tell you what, we got to watch a heck of a football game last night. I don't know if y'all watched that game, but that was uh, pretty special I, to watch. You know, it, it can, <laughs> so Bill's son, Steve, Steve Belichick, um, 
you know, some interesting uh, memes he may have created last night when when he kind of <laughs> sticks his tongue out and does all that stuff. I said that's like my son when I when I try to make him eat a vegetable. But was that it, could he? Have you ever seen a coach that maybe uses their tongue in terms of like a, a signal, like a silent signal, or is that guy just you know is that just how he is? <laughs> I think they just caught him in a bad spot there, man. I hate to say it. Hey, but, uh, he looks what, like he looks. Awesome, man, it was a great what game. An Football game, and you know, just uh, you know, the chess match that was taking place, um, you know, the level of execution that was fun to watch, man. The situational football, um, you know, Sammy wanted to stay up and watch the whole thing, but we we had to pause it and read some books and put him to bed, so he's got to go today. But, um, that was an awesome game, man. That was fun to watch. Uh, Coach Billy Napier has been our guest. Coach, I appreciate the time. Um, enjoy the time with the family. I know you guys are hard at work, and we'll talk to you in the future. All right, Scott. Thanks for covering our team, man. I'll see you around. All right, you got it. That is Rage Occasion head football coach Billy Napier. Because I think they just caught Steve at a bad bad shot. I mean, I, I, I can't agree with you on that one, Coach, because every time the camera went to Steve, he was... <sighs> He looked like he was in Kiefer Sutherland's vampire gang from the Lost Boys. You know. That's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that was something. That was something. Big thanks to Coach, and you heard it. He's like, I'm glad you feel good. That, you know, they won and all, but doesn't sound happy about it, and you know, something that stood out to me about that conversation is before I could even ask him specifically about uh, play calling on the, you know, the final offensive drive prior to the, the victory formation drive. You know, so I guess technically the second to last one. You know, he was he was thinking about that, talking about that, pointing out where he made mistakes, how they're going to improve. But he's not happy right now in terms of the inconsistency on the football team as he stated. But I, I will say it again, though. And and when I point out, hey, they got the W, it's not to be like, oh, no one should complain. No one should be upset. No one should point out how they can get better. No, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I might be that guy if, you know, your, your team just won, you know, by a whole bunch. You know, if Georgia fans are complaining after they beat Arkansas 37 to nothing, okay, I might, I might. Right. Alabama fans really upset about a 21-point win over Ole Miss. I'm like, eh. But no. Got to get better. Got to get better, and you got to play a better game if you want to beat Appalachian State, a team that has had Louisiana's number since they came into the conference. It wasn't until last year where the Cajuns finally got that metaphorical monkey off their back. 